Hello fellow riders, this is your host Rusty James. It is Friday, December 11th, 2015, and this is The Ride. Friday, 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 Friday. Friday. You know, Fridays make me just want to do this. <sighs> really. My particular Friday, I've got some things due, so I've got to get that stuff done. But it's mostly done, so I can go... <sighs> This is going to be a short one today because I didn't get started until halfway to my destination. This morning I noticed the morning star. I think it's the planet Venus. But I think we call it the morning star. And because you can see it in the morning when you cannot see any of the other stars. But I watched as it began to fade... as the sun came up. Now, you know, we all know that there actually is stars above our heads right now during the daytime, but we can't see them. Why can't we see them? Because the light, the other light that's around is much more brighter than the light from the star, so it doesn't stand out against the sky. And I saw that kind of happen as the morning star faded so when I was thinking about that, I thought, you know, it's like we're all stars in God's kingdom. We all have our light to shine. Some have a brighter light. Some have a lesser light. But we all have a light to shine. It might shine to thousands or to maybe just one. So I was picturing all these stars in the sky. Last night I saw a very clear sky and I could see a lot of stars. And I look at the sky right now, which is blue, and I'm thinking, you know what, they're still there. They're still up there. That starlight is attempting to light up this Earth to the level it can. But the bigger light is raining. So I don't know, I just thinking that I was listening to um, Ephesians 5 this morning. And it just got me thinking about how good God is and how He is that bigger light. I defer to Him. When it starts becoming, when my life starts becoming my deal, my gig, I, I need to take a step back and realize, wait a minute, no, 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 he's the one in charge. He's the bigger light. He's called me to shine a light, but I bow to his light. And I'm willing to do that because he is so good. Do you see him that way? Do you actually think about that? You know, that God is good 
we've been to- we've been told that he's good. It makes sense that the guy that we would want to follow would be good. Otherwise, we wouldn't want to follow him, right? I mean, what defines good? Not being bad. I mean, I'm going to get a little heady on you, but what is good? What does it mean for something to be good? I don't know if we should base it on, well, it's it's the opposite of bad. Now, I, I want to define it in terms of something other than the opposite of bad. Because what is bad? The opposite of good. Okay, it's a cycle. You got to figure out, well, what is good? What makes something good? I know salted caramels are good. It brings pleasure to me. God can bring pleasure to you. When a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing. I believe my wife was a gift to me from God. Therefore, God has given me something pleasing. So, giver of good gifts. But you use the word good, so you can't you can't define it that way. You, ha- you got a, a giver of appropriate gifts. A giver of beneficial gifts. A giver of life. And we wouldn't be having this conversation if there were, if we weren't living, if we didn't have life. Maybe good is defined by whether it encourages life. What is good? Good is a hot cup of cocoa with whipped cream and no workload and a cozy spot. That's good. So absence of stress. What else is good? The presence of love. That's good. Unspeakable joy. That's good. God is the no stress giver of love. Joy giver. Those are good things. He suffers long with me. That's good. Because I miss it sometimes. He steadies my feet as I walk. He places them on a rock so I won't stumble. He prepares a way for me. I wonder when people don't know God or maybe know Him enough to know that they don't... I mean, they might be aware of Him, but they just don't want anything to do with Him. Maybe I'm talking to one right now. I don't know. Ever think about why that is? Why why it is? I mean, think about it. God. God. There's a God. If you can allow yourself to say, yes, I believe that there is something out there. And then you'll listen to Rusty tell you that more than just being out there, he is seeking after you. He's knocking at a door that only you can open. Only you. And you just, you might not have known that. 
Well, I'm here to tell you the good news is that he is. He's knocking at that door that only you can open. He is good. Being good, you know, someone who is faithful to you, that's good. A wife who knows her husband is faithful to her is a blessed woman. A man who knows his wife is faithful to him is a blessed man and has a good thing going. What is good? How do you define good? Let's not define it in terms of things that you don't want around. Let's say that you're not feeling like you can raise children. So you might say good is no kids around. Okay, I understand. I can understand that concept, that opinion. But let's not define it in those terms. Let's not define it in terms of the absence of something. The absence of something that you would consider bad or trouble. What is good, and you need to define it in terms of what you're seeking. What is it you're seeking? Is good a vacation in the Caribbean? I can attest. Is good having no mortgage payment and no car payments? Well, that's awesome too. So stress-free. What's good? What do you define as good? The reason why I want us thinking about this is because I want to equate whatever it is that you're picturing as good and see if you find that in God. Now you might say good is being able to do whatever I want whenever I want. And my word to you, if you will receive it, is that that is not good. Let's say that you love those salted caramels, like I do, and that's good, and you want more and more and more of the good thing. Well, you can only, ha- you can only handle so much of the good thing. <laughs> you can't have too much. That's kind of a funny way of putting it, because people use it in the other way. But what I'm saying is, you can have too much. And you shouldn't have too much. In other words, you can't have too much. It's not good good for you. So you might think good is just being able to do whatever you want, whatever you want, whenever you want. I'm here to tell you that God says that is not good for you. The world has all sorts of buffets laid out for you. And our enemy would convince you, go for whatever you want. Look, it's free. There's no cost. It's free. It doesn't take long to look around the internet to find a bunch of stuff that you shouldn't be finding for free. It's not good for you. I'm here to tell you that what's good for you, this is what's good for you. What's good for you is a self-disciplined life. Maybe that's the reason why some some of you don't want the God thing because they know that there's some form of self-discipline going on. Well, okay, 
I gotta wrap it up. The thing is, self-discipline is good. It's a very good thing for you. You might not know it right now. But I can tell you, as you live your life and you live with self-discipline, and I'm not perfect, but areas that need to have discipline, that you need to discipline your own self, if you can do that with his help, it will go good for you. So I know I'm kind of leaving you hanging here a little bit, but find out what the Word of God says about things. I mean, it's not hard to find them. It's not like you got to dig deep to find certain things that would affect your day. You can find them very easily. I want to encourage you to get in that Word and live in peace and pray for those who persecute you. And know that our God is a good God and He can meet your need, your good seeker need. All right? And I will see you on the flip.